Welcome to Do The Right Film. My name is Sean. I'm Steve. I'm Thomas. And I'm Harvey Gladden. Alright guys, coming up on this episode, we have a review of Justice League. I know a lot of people were excited <laughs> for that movie. I'm sure we all were. We'll see. Yeah, we're, we're also going to talk, talk about um, cinematic universes and can we fix them? Yeah, you did it right. I'm <laughs> so happy. Steve wanted me to say with a question mark in the end. And uh, we're going to be talking some stuff that we watched during the week in theaters besides the main review. But like always, how was everybody this week? Steve? I know I was uh, gone. Uh, you guys seemed lost on the last the lost. Did episode. you listen to the last wow. episode? I listened like 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Did yeah. you hear my review? No, I didn't really hear it. Oh, the Wayland. No, I didn't hear it. Just wait. That's like... Just wait. What the fuck were we talking about for 10 minutes? I don't remember. What happened last Something. week? Uh... You, what, the whaling? It was on there. Well, no, I'm just trying to figure out, like, damn, it took us that long to get to the whaling? Yeah. Ten minutes? Oh, we, we usually start yay talking or nay. movies. You don't around. have to give me a review, but I'll listen to it. It was very yay. yay. I liked it. Okay, it was cool. my, my kind of my movie. Great. Well, I like great. mysteries. Cool. Uh, other what? than that, my week's been pretty good. I was going to jump on here and rant about stuff, but I feel like I got the ranting out the way earlier on. So um, Yeah, you guys had a heated discussion of uh, phone plans. Wait a second. Well, you were going to bring that up? Yeah, you Why? know, because because I because it was a part of my shitty kind of like movie going experience today. Because I was trying to get to uh, you saw the to movie to, today. I went to Kiss Bay. So did I. Fifteen. Isn't it Kips Bay? I call it Kiss Bay uh, because I messed it up on a text, and Harvey was just like, "What the hell is Kiss Bay?" I thought you were gonna <laughs> see it. Uh, nice. You told me you were gonna see it yesterday. I was going to, and then me and my girlfriend decided, eh, I'd rather stay in. To be lazy. Uh, I saw yeah. it today too. But yeah, it was it was a long story. But no, week was cool. Uh, I did an impromptu photo shoot yesterday. So oh, I have yeah? to model a bit for this. You model? Well, it was for that short that I was in last week, and they told us to kind of come through and like maybe do some <laughs> photos. It was a good time. Nice. Did you have to wear something wacky? No, I just wore. Just I was myself. How'd you so, do? By got, the way, and you didn't really tell me. Am I acting? Yeah. Did uh, any any th- any advice I gave you help? Well, I I I <laughs> sat in the room by myself for a bit and read some lines, and I was just like, "What would Sean tell me?" What? And, uh, what uh, when's the release on this this puppy? Um, the editing's all done. They just have to color and do the audio, and it's be ready to go sometime in the near future. Is this, sh- is this shot on film or digital? Oh, yeah, we did film. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's the way to go. It's the only way to go, really. <laughs> I'm going to talk about film, actually, funny enough, and about uh, certain movies being filmed that way. But, Wait, uh, you guys didn't really shoot on film. No, we oh, did. Okay. It was a fucking Canon DSLR. <laughs> You could have called your boy so, over that's here. That's what all the kids are using these days. Uh, actually, they're not, which is surprising that they, they chose that. It's because, you know, sometimes if you want to make a movie and you only have certain equipment, you got to No, I know, but like, it just... It. Hey, Francis Hall was shot on the 5D. Yeah, right? you yeah. found that out this week. <laughs> but that was also with a master of cinematography, and it was in 2012. Tiny Furniture was shot with a 7D. Yeah. Come on, man. Why you So it was like crazy. Oh, was it? Yeah. 70, so it was yeah. all the tight shots in 127 hours in the rocks. It was with a 5D Mark II. 120. Damn. I always forget. Uh, I always get that movie confused with. It's like always 100. about story, man. Doesn't matter what you shoot on, but you know if you got nice stuff, you might as well use it, right? <laughs> oh man. Well, my week was great. All right. Cool. What about you, Shomo? Uh, pretty good. Went by very fast. Again, I, I mentioned last week I've been working a lot. Same this week. Yeah, we don't see you anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, just kind of working, prepping uh, for a project that possibly uh, old, old. We can we talk about that? Oh no, I just, I just, <laughs> I just realized the project was. I thought you were like, oh, you working on another one? No. <laughs> Are you doing anything else besides that? No, I mean, I have a music video that's like finished editing, but 
the Are you talking about the one you did in Jersey? Yeah, but the person who uh like directed is I'm still waiting on feedback, so like make So you can make changes. some read it re edits? Yeah, I mean I I'm kind of at a loss as to where to where to fix little things. I'm I'm happy with it, but I know some things can be fixed. But fresh eyes. <sighs> yeah. Um other than that, not much movie going experience this week either like last week and also uh yeah I, I saw the movie today i went and saw a show last night harvey happened to be there <laughs> did you dance uh i, I told, bob, I told bob harvey to dance no, i didn't see harvey do any dancing so uh you failed did you that. run into him uh definitely uh was it like oh hey man's crazy no nah, i knew he was coming oh. um did everyone leave with women uh most people, not Harvey, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> ah, you asked me a question. Uh, yeah. Um, it was fun, though. Saw some bands that I've been listening to for a long time. Did you white out? Um, no, I didn't do any like crazy white people dance moves, if that's what you're oh, asking. Yeah, that's what I was asking. I just sang some songs that I that I liked. I've known you for... for Country oh, Roads. <laughs> it was not a John Denver oh. uh, show, but... Uh, I've 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 known you for a very long time, Thomas, and I know that you're very passionate about your songs. I've been in cars with you where oh, you yeah. get really into it, so I, I just could only imagine if I was there watching you see these bands perform. I wasn't going too hard, but I knew a f- few songs that I wanted to sing. I don't want to go Did the performance live up? Uh yeah, I think both of the bands I went to see were, were pretty great. Um the uh it was hot water music for dancing around it, but um, the I didn't know this. Harvey actually told me the day of that the Chris Wallard and hot water music was replaced, uh, but I didn't know that it was a uh, Chris from the Flatliners who replaced. Oh, him. yeah, it was interesting. I think he did a good job. Uh, Harvey probably begged to differ, but <laughs> I, I thought it was cool to see him. I kind of want to hear Harvey's uh, hot take on this. <clears throat> Other than that's really all. What about you, Harvey? I heard you went to a concert. <laughs> Do the right I did concert. Go to, I did go to a concert. Right, after uh, I beat you in two games of air hockey. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, did you just set him up just so you remind him of that? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that he, shit? It was really dark, and I couldn't really see much, so he probably had an advantage in that yeah. aspect. I usually never win. Don't My you wear glasses? Me. Huh? Don't you wear glasses? Yeah. I mean, glasses can only do so much in the dark. Oh, yeah, I can't see <laughs> shit in the dark, and it was, like, really dark. Oh, I'm so sorry. I got that confused with D&D. I thought it gave you, like, plus two night vision. No, no. I don't even know if that's no, the way no, it works. No, no. <laughs> I'm rolling crit zeros. Um, yeah, the rest of the week was okay. Just worked a lot, uh, putting in them long hours, you know. Um, yeah, I think Damn. that's it. Working to buy some Christmas gift for your kids? Yeah. I'm, uh, Are you going to buy us Christmas gift? Probably going to get... No, no, probably not. Um <laughs> I might get Jesse something because he's like my son, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ungrateful son. Yeah, <laughs> rebellious teenager. Yeah, just get walk him in a, his room. Just get him a stocking full of shit. He's like that son that like he he, he rebels and hates you, but deep down he loves you. Can't. I'm gonna get him you. a basketball so he can uh, go outside. Hey, uh, hey man, want to come outside? You have a brand new basketball hoop. Get, get him an infusion. One <laughs> what do you re-pump. say? We we bounce the the ball. You know, throw the pigskin a little. What do you think? I hate you, Dad. <laughs> you don't understand me. <laughs> no one gets me. All right. Um, yeah, no, you, I Sean? don't have too much to say. Last week, I had a good uh, week off. I wasn't here, as you guys know. Yeah, uh, I was supposed to go hiking, but I did not because 
Uh, it was cold, very, very cold that day and windy. Yeah, we we know. We we told everyone on the podcast. Oh, you did? Yeah. So, yeah, so we have yeah. a question. Yeah, let's talk about if this. If you didn't go hiking, <laughs> why didn't you come here? Because I, I was already out, so we, we did a detour. What do you mean you, already, you were out there? <laughs> You're just waiting to interrogate him on this. Uh... <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is he? I was already committed. <laughs> and I hadn't seen the movie. <laughs> you could have bullshitted. Yeah. But I went to the Museum of Moving Images. I know you talked about this, Steve. Yeah, Jim Henson's doing a piece there, right? Yeah, I really it was great. Um, I liked it a lot. I actually want to go back when they have more installments of uh, different artists. But it was cool, man. I saw um, like a lot of uh, the mask and prosthetics that they use on certain films, like Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. Um, the the place is so awesome. I've yeah. been there like multiple yeah, it's times. Great. I love it. I want to go back... Uh, and actually watch something. Have yeah. you seen anything there? No. Like any of the films that they I premiere? I haven't seen any movies. Uh, I love when they have like interactive pieces, though. I think my favorite one. Uh, you said the arcade's still there, it right? Was still the there. 80s arcade. Yeah, I played some of the games. It was yeah, cool. they give you tokens when you go inside. Well, it wasn't, they weren't actually the exhibit, but they still had the pieces up. But yeah. uh, you actually had to pay for your own tokens to play. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah I remember last time I was there, they actually gave uh, me and my girlfriend like tokens and we were able to go up there and play some uh, some games, which was really cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I'll, I'll definitely go back. I, but like I said, I want to go back to actually watch something and see what the theater's like there because I heard it's nice. Yeah, I'm, I need to plan a trip. It's and it sounds so we weird. Go, it's we a, should go see a movie there. Yeah, it sounds so weird. Like I have to plan a trip, but the thing is, it's all the way in Astoria, and if you don't know New York, well, I drove there. It got yeah. there in like ten minutes. So it was well, bad. Oh, well, yeah. If we do that, we should then. Yeah, just pick me up. All right. Yeah, just meet me in my place and we'll go. Wait, but. you don't want to pick me up? <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, literally. I'm on the way there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're Queens, and it is Queens. But uh, not not much. I watched a lot of movies at home. Went to the theater, saw a couple stuff. I actually went to the movies that night because there's a theater right across the street from the movie from the museum. What did you see? I saw. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Okay, fine. Uh, gotcha. It was not the movie you guys watched, so it was something else. Cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Did anybody lose the game last week? I don't know. He did. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah. Once I again, like, huh? I have a feeling that you didn't watch it. Um. That's, okay. That's it's it's. Really immature of you to assume that. All right, go for it. But I'm right. Surprise me. Don't tell us what it is. Well, the just thing re- is, just review the movie. It sucks that uh, it sucks that like how I said that I didn't have time to see a lot of movies. I want to see more in theaters, but I keep losing the game. So I'm like, they're just stacking up, you know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Don't well, blame us. All right, so I guess we'll talk movies now, huh? Yeah. yeah. What did you watch? What did you? Uh, who? Oh, first of all, who assigned you this movie? Steve. Also, oh, Steve, you've been uh, winning a lot. No, yeah. I mean, that's all I do. He uh, won yeah. last time, and uh, or no, the time before that. But I, uh, he gave me Alfred Hitchcock's Rope, and and he decided to keep that going with older movies. Not that much, not not too old, but uh, yeah, something a little bit more. Yeah, he gave me The Thing, so I You've watched. Never it. seen The Thing. Yeah, never watched Crazy. The Thing. Yeah. You, the 2011, right? Another bad Joel. joke? Joel. Oh, my God. Dude, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'll edit that out. <laughs> God damn it. Yo, I sat there. I'm like, you fuck with me, right? The bad ba- the A good way to introduce that joke was say who starred in it, and it's none of the original actors. The new Starring actors. Joel <laughs> Edgerton. Joel, like, who? What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in the new one. I'm probably going to watch the new one now. I kind of don't want to watch the new one, so... I've never uh, seen never. both. You've seen both? How yeah. is the new one? 
It's not horrible. It's not horseshit. They had a great soundtrack in the the second one. Was oh, really? Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I watched the correct one, I believe. You, you meant to give me the 1982 one, right? Yes. Okay, just make it true. So, I watched John Carpenter's The Thing, starring uh, Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, Keith David. Never seen it. Blind spot. Another blind spot for me. Yeah, you're always you're always of them. obsessed with these like now, newer movies. This uh plays I like new movies, you know, embrace it. So it one, I know you're not crazy about horror movies. Two, we don't really go back and watch classic movies, really. Um so yeah, so curious to hear what you think. Alright. So um you should know that I'm not against horror as a whole. I'm just against a, a certain like craw. Of of horror films, I know what you're talking about, and I would say that uh, Harvey shaking his head no. Um, I I definitely don't categorize the thing as that type of horror movie I don't like because the the thing is actually a little bit less. I, I actually had no ideas like this. Um, it's it's basically if uh, a synopsis. I mean, who the fuck hasn't seen the thing? Besides I mean, apparently me. you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm retarded, so wait, wait. I'm sorry, I can't yeah, say that Yeah, you can't word. say that. I'm dumb. Is that a bad word, too? No, you can say that. All right, cool. All right, so the synopsis. A crew in Antarctica finds a neighboring camp destroyed and its crew dead. Whatever killed them is nowhere to be found unless it's hidden in plain sight. Um, so it's this movie reminded me of It Comes at Night. Which is funny because Joel Edgerton is, is in the there. remake. Yeah. But I think It Comes at Night maybe pulled a lot of inspiration from this. Anybody would have that? I would, no, yeah, it's the paranoia. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's yeah, like it's, it's just, that's, and that's what to makes me it's it most that's what makes it related good. to uh, Alien. Right, in Alien. Alien is also, like, see, these are classified as horror, but they're not the campy horror that I just don't find interesting. They're like the supernatural. You know, thrilling type of horror that I I actually enjoy. They, they don't and, uh, they don't rely on jump scares. They more rely on like the and atmosphere. Yeah, and, and they don't rely on like stupid characters. They rely on like real life, like tricky situations that you don't know what you would do in. Like, like and it comes at night. It's like, what the fuck do you do? You know, like Jesus Christ. The, all the tension I'm, comes you, from you're like, scared because you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, it's it's very good. Basically, these these men are like at this research camp in Antarctica, and Kurt Russell's kind of like the he's kind of the main character here, as in like he's like the most level headed and like forward thinking of the pack, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he does he doesn't have all the knowledge, but he's like that. He's the cool the one staying cool. Yeah, he's the cool headed, the cool guy with all the you know. The white savior, if you may. Yeah, the white savior. I mean, they're all. Oh wait, no, it's two black guys. Sorry. Um, and basically, some creepy stuff happens, and I mean, what what can I say? Is, is uh, a spoiler it's, it's, a bull, right? I mean, in a way. So what it basically what the thing is? It's uh, it's not really explained. It's just people. God, how do we explain this movie? Fuck. Which is funny because like. Because the only thing you get I don't think eighties movies are known for being that like ambiguous. Yeah, like they don't um I feel like it's it's like more of a common style now to like be very ambiguous and like try to hide 
like just make like really vague premises like where where you're kind of just as lost as the uh mm-hmm. as the people who are in the film and like I feel like a lot of movies I watch in the 80s and 90s they spoon feed you everything you know yeah which blockbusters do today you know? yeah still they still do it but um I mean this movie is made like today I don't think it I mean I don't know what the reception was on this film when it came out I mean, it's John Carpenter, so I mean, so, I, mean, I feel like there's big, like, right? yeah, there's like, I feel like with John Carpenter movies, I think there's always like some following in terms yeah, of, uh, I mean, if something like this came out now, I don't think it would get much, much traction. Yeah. Given the, the fucking, you know, well, we could talk about that later in our topic, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I, it was not the, the campy 80s horror movie you might think it is if you haven't seen it. It's actually pretty, like, smart and uh some cool cinematography in it and it's like has this haunting like bassy synth he did the score i'm pretty sure i feel like he does the score for all his it's just like just that over and over again while the camera moves through like a snowy uh hallway like with broken windows it's great um yeah and it's, it's kind of like this thing where they're they're trying to figure out which person in the camp is like Basically, I would say infected. I yeah. feel like it's the best way to. So I feel but like we not, didn't. Descri- I feel like we didn't describe the, the thing at all. Like in a way, it's just it's this organism that possesses. Yeah. And the, and the crazy thing about it is that you can never tell who it has, and it's just like this whole movie is filled with just like paranoia. Whether you know, are you the thing? Like, are you the thing? Like, yeah. it's just saying, and that's and that's what we mean by like this. There, you know. It's like this uncertainty throughout the whole film, and even I think the end is amazing because it is that. Like, I don't want to spoil that's, it, that's but that's like an ending you would see today. You yeah, know? like the ending is amazing because it really ends with just like <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but it's just, if you haven't seen it, but it's just like just completely ambiguous. You don't know. Yeah. Also, uh, another like thing to bring up, like this. I think this movie is known for its its practical effects. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty. Uh. Fucking creepy. It's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny what they they were able to do practically. Uh. Back then, just like all the work you had to put in. It's something something that we're gonna bring up in the review. I feel in terms of just like using like practical effects versus CGI. Like yeah. C- I mean, everything. Like, just someone could have made that on a computer in like a day, but like it, it just doesn't but work. That was, but that was somebody's job back then. To like that was like a big fucking part of the movie was to just you know to be that creative to make it look so. You have to be a real specialist for that shit. Whereas CGI, you can outsource that shit to any fucking post production house. You know. Yeah. So uh, I'm yeah I'm I'm kind of glad I gave you this. It was just like a, a random pick that I just saw and I had a feeling that I'm like if he doesn't watch older movies, he probably hasn't seen this. And this is one of those movies that I watched later on in life, and I was like, holy shit, it was amazing. You're trying like, to in, is, uh, enlighten this man, right? No, I think he's pretty much. I think he's in, he he knows shit, but I feel like he there's a little bit of a blind spot. Give him some culture reappropriation. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't get it. How how would this movie? Uh, Back uh, to movies that ones like Harvey. I feel like you, uh, you. I feel like you have an appreciation for the thing, right? Yeah, I like the thing. It's a really good movie. Listen, <laughs> 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 you like asked away off the street. <laughs> yeah, I saw it once. It was good. It was good. No, that's okay. a, it's one of my favorite like uh, sci-fi horror movies. Um, 
I'm pretty sure I own it. It's a. Uh, I'm pretty sure you own it on Blu-ray as well. I yeah. saw it in your collection. That's uh, one of my favorites. Well, I ended up paying three ninety nine. I should have just went through there and looked for it. Yeah, that was your own fault. But whatever. No, I think I think this has elements of like a lot of horror that I think even all of us like, and even some people that are listening like, where it's just not, you know, typical jump scares. It's just there's like there's depth to it and complexity, and then on top of that, think, it has like, um, all these level of just like sound, like just production. And I think some people, too. yeah, I think people don't want that. Though. I think there are people out there who like today who would be disappointed by this movie. Like, say, the same... What is Wolfram Brennan up to now? He's still got diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. I don't um, understand that. <laughs> but yeah, this is a good movie. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't like rating. I'm just going to give us. every old movie that you give me. That's I'm just going to give it all four, four stars. You can rate a movie that you've seen for the first time. Yeah, it's your it first time It doesn't matter when it was it. released. You know, it's just... Well, I'm just saying, you're... You feel like I, there's going to be a what, bias? You, you don't think that film would have felt different to me if I saw it in 1982? I don't think it matters. I, don't, I think yeah, it's it based really... on how we how much you enjoy the movie. Oh yeah, based on how I enjoyed four, but there is an effect there, you know. There, movies look real as fuck to you in the nineties, and yeah. then you go back and watch them now. They're like, yeah. that shit looks garbage. It's fairly saturated now, but uh, it's your perception. It, this movie is also famous for um, being released the same day as Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner. Oh really? And those two movies, obviously, two the biggest sci-fi films of all time. Yeah. Just I'm assuming strange. the thing won the uh, the box office battle. I'm not sure. I don't know. Because didn't know, Blade uh, Runner not do well? well yeah, Blade, Blade Runner did not do, do well. It didn't do well uh, critically or box office wise. Yeah. So I'm assuming the thing beat it out because Kurt Russell likely. is more handsome than uh He is a handsome guy, Ford. man. That's not true. He's a handsome guy. Yeah, if, you're sure. in, if you're into that look, you know, it's, it's, it's got that rugged, long haired look. I'm more of a Wolf of Brimley. I <laughs> uh, just looked at a photo of him and that mustache is just brilliant. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So, did you give it a rating? I just said four because I'm going to give everything oh, before, before 1990 that Steve gives me Fucking four. Yeah, you're the worst. <laughs> no, I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you dug it, man. Cool. I'm glad. Um, do you want to talk about anything else that you saw or did you not see anything else? Did not because Steve made me. I want to go see Lady Bird, but, uh, oh. but I couldn't. All Did you right. want me to give you Lady Bird, a movie I haven't seen yet? Yeah, that's totally fine. If you, <laughs> I think you can assign people movies nobody's seen. That's, that's that terrible. doesn't make sense. That that doesn't, how doesn't, how can like, you relate? That's, isn't that the point of the game? No, the point of the game is like to give you a, a movie. The, the the reasoning behind that would be it's like if nobody would have went and saw it, like you're forcing somebody to have to go out and see it. It's like the, all right, go the, out. The and point see of that the game is a back. recommendation. Or with that, if you want to put that rule into effect, you don't. I don't think you want that rule in effect because when you lose, I'll give you some fucking shit. I mean, I'll fucking I'll make you I go mean, to the I, theater. I, I've been given shit before, so I so mean, you don't want that rule, man. I don't mind going to the theater. And it's a movie shit. that you either know is good, that's really good, or really bad. Hence punishment. No, I, think or I think there could be a, a curiosity guinea pig. Someone, you know, that's another game. How was it? No, I don't. I disagree. Guinea pig ga- so, game. Totally disagree. I think that you can't change the rules of the game now. It was never a written rule. You could assign them a movie, any movie. This is some political bullshit. Is on, the only Steve, the only rule what was you watched. Yeah, I'll talk about what I watched. Motherfuckers. What you watch? I put up my list right here. Oh, you got a list? You watch a lot, huh? No, I only watch two movies. <laughs> oh, so you have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Rush uh, Hour 1 and Rush, Rush Hour, hour two. 2. 
And Rush Hour. Hey, don't don't still, forget three. Can you still watch Rush Hour 2 now with Brett Ratner? Uh, no. Wait, so you're giving up? You're just going to throw Rush Hour 2 away? Yeah. No. I, yeah, I have to. It's bullshit. Uh, so what I watched this week was The Hateful Eight. Yeah, The Hateful Eight. Uh, Did you finish it? Because you told me you didn't, when you were oh, giving I me start, a review. I wasn't even a review. I just said I watched the first 10 minutes of it, and I wasn't in the mood to watch it. Oh, uh, okay. So I actually watched, sat down and watched the whole thing. Uh, holy shit, man. This shit's so good. Fuck, man. It's, it's like almost, a lot that was going on in it's that like, movie. It's, it's, the, like, it's almost middle. annoying when you watch a good movie, and you're like, shit, man. Fuck. It's like, that was, it's, it's so well done. I'm like, it's like, I want to do that. <laughs> uh, and, and it went in a direction that I didn't think it was going to go at all, especially with um, Samuel um, Jackson's character. Yeah. Strange. Uh, let me start off with this. And uh, this is the thing I was talking about earlier about film was that I think, <laughs> I think everyone should just fucking just shoot everything on film. It just looks so amazing. Like the snow looked, it's fucking snow and it looked beautiful. You can mimic it. It's so fucking. <laughs> so I can't so wait for uh, Phantom Thread. It's Film. so beautiful, man. Oh my god! And then on top of that, uh, the performances were just so. Uh, once I would say it does have a slow start, but that's something to knock on it. I can't knock on it for that. But once you get into, uh, once you get to uh, the the film takes place at Minnie's haberdashery, and you'll hear that throughout the whole movie. And it takes it really just takes place in that one location. Yeah, it is like a one location film. It's uh, uh, I believe it shot seventy millimeter. I I believe you're right because I was supposed to go see that when it first came out, like an early release of the film, but I wasn't able to score tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so let me actually read a synopsis of this because I feel like synopsis. You know, synopsis? synopsis. I always do that. Jesus Christ! Get it right, man. Listen, Sean. Me and you are both on the same boat. I corrected myself. Synopsis. No, you haven't learned. You haven't learned. You're, I've you're changed still... the word. <laughs> I'll read the, the plot. Uh, <laughs> all right. In the dead of Wyoming winter, a bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of various characters. I think that's a good... good. It's good. That, that's actually a perfect, uh, perfect way to kind of describe it. It's a little bit more than that, but it doesn't give you too much detail. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. And it's, it's a simple story. It's basically a bounty hunter who literally just is stuck in this cabin. I would. It's never really assumed how long they'll be there for, but they always say two to three days. And it's this like slow tension that builds from all these people because they all come from different points in, uh, in their life, like or different paths. And it's just how the way this tension's like built up slowly. And the one thing I did appreciate that I feel like I haven't seen in much Tarantino films is like this... Uh, the way he holds back on the extreme violence, because if you watch a Tarantino film, I feel like that's really like one thing people always take away from it. And uh, I feel like this is just heavy, just dialogue and character development, or not even development, but more of just like character interaction. And I think it does a great job of building tension without the use of like extreme violence. There's obviously points where violence does occur, but it's like earned and it's built up in the most satisfying way. Uh, and uh, I would say I think everyone just knocked it out of the park. Even like Jennifer Jason Leigh, she was like so fucking raunchy and so dislikable in this movie. I'm like shit. Yeah. Uh, Samuel Jackson was hilarious, especially in one little monologue he has with this uh, Confederate general in one of the uh, 
and one of the scenes as well. Super hilarious. Wasn't expecting that. Came out of nowhere. Uh, overall, this this is I think one of the fuck man. I would say I'm kind of pissed that I missed it. It's like one movie you, you hate, like you kind of wish you saw it in theaters. I remember um, I made a Instagram post when I saw this. I, I had a really good day. I went and saw this film. And then um, I went like drifting with a friend, and, like rode along in his car. Yeah. And um, no, I, I'm gonna explain. These like no, these words are just like it's just like it's a very most people don't have that kind of day. Yeah. Well, so I have a Fitbit, right? A watch that like tracks your heart rate. It's pretty accurate from what I read. Um, and you get to like look at your like every hour of the day, you can like look at a meter. Yeah. And it was funny because like I was like through the roof during Hateful Eight and drifting. Like the mm-hmm. whole day, I was. Those just, are like, the spikes you can remember. Yeah. Them. Like yeah, okay. That's I was like I was uh, at my most. The, the Hateful Eight was like I don't. I can't remember why, but I remember my heart rate was kind of jacked up, which is funny because it's not an action or violent film. It really isn't. I love that. I love that. It's just like, and you don't see the time pass at all. Like it's a it, long. It movie. does keep you on the edge of your seat. And it just does it with characters and dialogue, and and th- there you go, Hollywood. You know, not every fucking movie needs to be just like explosions and you know CGI hey. fuckfests. Shh. Hey man, that's just hey hey man. That's uh, hey man. That's my that's my take. But no, this shit was good. I'm glad I finally got to watch it. I would say it's kind of up there, like one of my favorite Tarantino films. Cool. Just because of that. What was the that? second film? Hmm? Rush, how was Rush Hour 2? I didn't watch another movie. It was just two oh. movies. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, it was Justice on. League and this. <laughs> All right, cool. Harvey, you got anything? Yeah. Um, I've got one movie. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. I've never heard of it, and so that, I guess, compelled me to watch it. It's called heard of it. Suburban Gothic. No, never heard of it. Um, Shudder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know. I figured, I don't know, one of you would have heard of it because it has a Cat Dennings in it. And that's why I like stopped for a second because you usually don't see like a, a very well known actors like on the posters and uh, in Shudder. So I thought that was strange that I've never heard of this movie. But uh, after watching it, I, I know why I never heard of it. It's, um, <laughs> I guess the story is about like this awkward, uh, unemployed guy who's played by uh, Matthew Gray Goopler, the guy from Criminal Minds. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So it's already this movie is fucking weird because I've never seen this dude star in anything. But um Yeah, he uh he's the guy that has like these uh I don't know what they call it, like uh paranormal abilities, uh like psychic abilities and stuff. He's able to uh see ghosts and shit, but his uh parents don't believe him of course. So they uh, just assume that he's been crazy all of his life. But he goes to live back home and he meets uh the bartender who's played by Kat Dennings. And together they try to solve like this uh, paranormal mystery happening in their uh, in his house. And um, this is one of <laughs> this movie was so fucking bad. Like, oh man, really? It was uh, so terrible. Not only as far as as like narratively, but just as a piece of filmmaking. Like it looked fucking terrible. It was like a poorly made movie. Like just poorly made. It looked like it was shot like on a fucking. T- t2i first of all and um yeah it had to be like the worst photography i've ever seen in my life um i don't know who the cinematographer for, for it was let's um, find out but shit was real bad 
it looked like something you would see like at a local like film festival not like a real film festival but damn like one for like a college students or something so it was very, it was even more surprising for cat dennings to be in this movie it has um we were just talking about practical effects it has a uh, it could have used practical effects easily but for some reason they opted to do cgi for a lot of the a lot of the scary moments i guess and it just looked fucking horrible um there's not anything good that I can say about this movie. Um, John Waters is in it. I don't know how the fuck they swung that, but uh, or Cat Dennings, Cat Dennings and John Waters are in this movie. For I'm not some surprised reason. that she might be in it, but uh, yeah, John Waters like plays a uh, I don't know, like the head of a museum or something like that. It was really weird. Actually, I'm not surprised that both of them are in it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. Cat Dennings, Cat Dennings has done some good stuff, right? I feel like she she's like Nick and Nora is incredible. Uh, yeah, what name another movie? <laughs> she's in that TV show. She's two in broke she, two broke girls. She, she was yeah. in fucking Thor. She was in both the first two Thors. They're not good movies. They're not good movies. They're not good movies, but I'm saying like they're, they're way above this shit. Like, maybe, maybe she needed a paycheck. I don't she know. She was in 40-year-old virgin. She was in 40-year-old virgin too. Um I don't know. You guys are telling me old movies. I want to hear like recent stuff. She I want to hear She don't need it. She don't need it. She don't need good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's still in that show too, Broke Girl. So I, I thought this show got canceled. To be honest, oh, I don't fucking know. But uh, yeah, this is just a really not only a bad movie, but it was just a very poorly made movie, which was really surprising. Like this looked like something that was shot around Port St. Lucie <laughs> with like a T two I. I'm not even joking. Hey man, we <laughs> shot stuff in Port St. Lucie. Like, it looked T2I. like we could have <laughs> circa fucking like 2000. I don't know, 10 or whatever. It looked like something we could have made from back then. It looks pretty bad you have you you these movies that you bring up every week just like it just itched my curiosity like i want to watch them but i just like harvey said on a it's a shitty movie i don't know why i'm gonna waste my time i know it's gonna be a shitty movie too when i start out but i mean like i'm so curious just uh yeah it's like a itch that i gotta scratch i gotta do it um i don't know it's difficult to rate movies like this but i don't know it's it's really bad even as far as a b movie goes it's not redeeming in any way. It's not funny. It's, uh, it's amazing what you do. Mm-hmm. It is. It's service, a service. Yeah. It's a service. Um, I like. I I end up like. I'm guilty of seeing movies that. I hear are good or like appeal to me. It's very rare that I like watch a movie and like it that nobody's seen it, but it happens. And I think, maybe if I did that more, I'd find more. I mean, I found some good stuff like that. Um, yeah, but uh, this was not one of them. Vibrator? Uh, I didn't find Vibrator. I mean, I, I that's like one of the only movies I could think of that I just Please. randomly found. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, I love this movie. Witching and Bitching. I think I made Sean watch that. Yeah. yeah. You find gems like that if you just watch enough of these uh, shitty ones. Um, Yeah, it's, this is like a... It's, it's like the $5 bin at Walmart. You have to like empty out the whole bin to find a good movie, but you'll find one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's what you're doing metaphorically. Yeah. Um, cool. You got anything else? No, I'm trying to rate this movie, oh, but I can't. Oh, you haven't rated it yet? On like a B-movie scale, it's probably a one, but I guess realistically. So on a regular scale, it's a zero? Uh, I'll give it a one. <laughs> Fuck oh, okay. It. We got a one. Cool. Got anything else? Uh... Nah. Cool. You don't have anything else? I thought you said you watched Ladybird. You talked about it already. Talked about oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here, you ditcher. So should I talk about it? Because I saw it last week, too. You know what? You had your shot to talk about it. Yeah, you blew it. And you blew it. 
Um, Just kidding. I rewatched Rush Hour 2. Did yesterday. you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're a rapist sympathizer. Jesus Christ, man. Who raped somebody? Brett uh, Ratner. Allegedly, right? <sighs> I don't can't know. see that. <laughs> but yeah, I rewatched Rush Hour. Um, I started to watch Valerian. But I fell asleep. Jesus, you too. What? Man, yeah. I need I need to get a copy of that. I, yeah, I didn't get so I can't obviously can't review it. I started to wa- rewatch Silent Hill, but I fell asleep, so I can't. So re-review. it's a lot of just uh, sleep starts. time, <laughs> sleepy time. Movies. Do you, do you just put these on just to fall asleep? Yeah, um, I can't do that. But yeah, um, as you guys probably know, I even told you some of you guys I really like Lady Bird. Um, thought it was amazing. Great. Best film of the year. It's up there. It's like it's top five for sure. Mm. Um, I would love to see it again. Better than a ghost story? Um, it's up there. It's up there. It's hard to say right now. I have to sit down on a bus somewhere and think about it. But uh, I also watch uh, Murder on Orient Express. Oh, tell us how you feel about that. Um, I liked it. I thought it was pretty <laughs> fun. Anybody else seen it? No, I, it looked dreadful, but I'm surprised. Uh, definitely wasn't dreadful. I like I like mystery stories, so I feel like that would be up my... Uh... I talked to a guy at a bar about it. Who? Just a random guy in uh, the bar. Um, he said he hated it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was general- I went into it like thinking like, yeah, oh, this is probably gonna suck. Um, turns out it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the story's different. Uh, I expected the story to go in a way that the audience is trying to figure out the mystery with the character that's played by um, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the director's name again? Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, yeah, who's also stars in the movie. Um, but it's different in its approach that I feel like it's predictable to a point where the audience already figured it out and they're just watching the main character, the detective go through the process of interviewing anybody and everybody and trying to figure it out. And the process of him trying to figure it out, it's pretty intriguing in the way it's told and through exposition and just different vignettes of the, uh, each, uh, of the, the, um, what do you call it? the other cast? There's some of the casts are just really poorly uh, written. Um, like for example, a lot of them are like very cartoonish, cartoony. Like uh, what's her name? Um, Penelope Cruz's character, and what's the what's the lead's name from um, the new Star Wars movies? Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Yeah, she's in there as well. She she does a pretty poor job in her role. Overall, I thought the movie was fun. I definitely wouldn't rewatch it. Probably wouldn't buy it. But it's like one of those movies that you just kind of put on. Yeah. Like, it's just like you see it and you're just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I like mystery stories. Um, It is very predictable. And there is a very bad um, scene in the end of a flashback of who, basically, who did it. And it's horrible. Who done it? Yeah, who done it. And it's pretty bad. Who did it? But uh, overall, I thought the movie's fun. It's shot beautifully. A lot of pretty interesting camera work that I haven't seen before. Um, I, I would recommend it to somebody who has like a movie pass and just want to catch a 7 p.m. show or something like that. Yeah, that's a very specific time. <laughs> that's when I saw it. They, so, <laughs> sounds like a 10 a.m. That's how me. I saw it. Yeah, I'm just sitting there. I was like, not, do, they get, do you not, get something at 7 not, p.m.? It's not late <laughs> enough to kill the rest of your evening. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't want to do that. But uh, yeah, um, I enjoyed it for what it was, I suppose. I give it a 3 out of 5. What else did I watch? I watched... Um, should I talk about this? Yeah, I'll talk about it. I watched uh, Jim and Andy. It's Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond, featuring a very special contractually obligated mention of Tony Clifton. That's, that's, that's the, the whole title? That's the title, yeah. It's a documentary that 
deals with the behind the scenes footage of Man on the Moon, which stars Jim Carrey. Oh, I, I started watching the first couple minutes of this. I wanted to yeah. watch it yesterday. Did you enjoy those couple minutes? Uh, was, I was intrigued. Yeah, uh, I like this uh, documentary a lot. It's essentially a talking head documentary with some um, B roll stuff and uh, behind the scenes stuff of it's, Man on the Moon. It's just about him staying in character the entire time. Yeah, it's really good though. Um, it also my main my favorite parts of the documentary is uh basically the interview with uh, Jim Carrey and where he is now in his life and his philosophy and that whole basically what's going on with him in the news and who he's become. And he has a really good explanation of this, which I'm not going to say it's pretty romantic the way he describes it. Um, the behind the scenes footage is pretty actually, it's fun to watch because he really dives into character. Like he, he mentions in the documentary, like after the movie was done, it was hard for him to adjust to being Jim Carrey. And he says when he came out of that movie, he didn't know like who was playing who, like because he had to play like Jim Carrey, yeah. Tony Clifton. What's his name? Tony. Yeah, Tony Clifton and Andy Kaufman. Yeah. And it was a very surreal experience that changed his life forever. And the movie was very successful. It got nominated for Oscars, and it steered his career in a direction to where like people took him seriously. Yeah. Because he was looked at as like a comedy star in early, in the mid nineties. Yeah. Like he had those three movies. He had um, uh, what was it? Uh, Ace Ventura. The mask, the mask and Dumb and Dumber. Yep. That changed his career and then he started doing stuff like Truman Show. And then he did this, Eternal Sunshine. The majestic, I feel the was Majestic a part as well. Yeah. But uh it's a very, very interesting look at the behind the scenes aspect of an actor, not just the production, which uh you don't get a lot, I think. I haven't really seen a documentary that deals with that type of subject matter. And I really liked it a lot. I give it a three out of five. Oh, I don't know. Chill, three out of five and you liked it a lot? Three out of five is pretty good, I think. I don't know. For a documentary. I've never really seen a document that ma- like blew me away. Changed your Maybe life. Maybe like I I really liked Citizen Four, but even so, that was probably like four out of five. Mm. I I forgot to mention I gave um Lady Bird a five out of five. Ooh, it's a perfect score. You should give it a six. Did you like it? You didn't really tell me. Yeah, I gave, it, give five it? Out, five out of five. Um, I, wrote I, didn't, a, I didn't really review it, but I didn't want to waste everybody's time. But yeah, um, enough said that I like it. I wrote a review on Letterboxd for it. Um, I guess you can check that out. I think that sums, I like, sums up my feelings for it. Yeah. I feel like this is one of these movies that you watched it, he watched it. Tom's going to go watch it. He's going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. I'm going to go watch it. You think it'll be a classic ghost story uh, scenario? Yes. No. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a very different, very different uh, genre movie than that. Um, this movie for obvious reasons, but yeah. yes. <laughs> if, it's, if it's if it's Noah Baumbach esque, then I'm sure it's not going to be like that. If you're a fan of Greta Gerwig, I would say check it out because the story is somewhat a uh, semi autobiographical, and you kind of get closer to her as who she is in this movie. Yeah, I mentioned that last week, but you would know if you were here, right? Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm sorry, man. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Oh yeah, I did watch one other movie. Um, I watched Our Souls at Night. Jesus. Do you guys know what that is? Arsenio at Night? No, Our Souls at Night. <laughs> Our Souls at Night. It is the movie that stars Robert Redford and Jane Fonda. And basically, they're two characters who um, Wait, live across the street from each other. What year did this come out? This year. Oh. And uh, they live across the street from each other. They're both, uh, one's a widow. Um, the other one um, cheated on his wife and also... Uh, his wife also passed away sometime. Oh, she asked him if he wants to be lovers yeah. or something? Well, she asked him to uh, be, basically be cuddle buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he reluctantly agrees. And the story progresses uh, pretty 
pretty romantic and sweet and just very cheesy, but it works. This film somehow works very well. I think it, not for everybody, maybe for a crowd 25 years and up. I don't know if anybody will enjoy it below that age. But uh, Robert Redford, um, he's still still really nice to watch on film, even though he's like, what, 120 or something like that? Oh, yes. hey, hey. He's really old, man. He's like old in this movie. He's still making movies, though. But yeah, I like the movie. I gave it a three and a, three out of five. Okay. Where'd you see this? I saw it at the local Netflix. Yeah, it's down the street. <laughs> I thought it was in theaters. <laughs> it was in theaters as well, but uh, they released it on Netflix as well. Yeah, I see it's a Netflix presented special. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you can watch it on Netflix if you're intrigued. That's it for me. Do you guys want to jump into the main review? Arthur Curry. The Aquaman. It's on him. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for, it's not me. All right, Justice League. I got an IMDb synopsis here. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists the help of newly found allies Diana Prince to face an even greater enemy. Directed by Zack Snyder, stars Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Jason Moma, and Ezra Miller. Oh, Moma? Jason Moma? I don't even... Uh, That's how you say it. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, I think it's... I don't know how it's spelled. <laughs> it's a very Pretty sure that's last how it name. is. I think it's like Momoa. <laughs> that's what I always thought. I think it's Momoa. This film was written by Chris Terrio and Josh Whedon. Everyone knows that, though. But, uh, Steve, what do you think of Justice League? Uh, you're a big comic book guy, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Currently, I'm reading the DC ongoing event right now, Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, so I'm not a big DC guy, but I do like reading event comic books, especially if it's interesting enough for me to pick up. Especially if you have uh, Scott Snyder and uh, Greg Capullo, who are like kind of leading the way on this this event book. But let's not talk about comics right now. Uh. So, Justice League, uh, the first thing I put in the, the, the notes that I have here was, uh, I was in the sunken place for most of the movie. Like, in terms of just, like, you know when you kind of just, like, you sit in a movie and you just, you kind of let it just, like, just envelop you in terms of just, like, not really understanding what's happening. You're just kind of, like, sitting there and accepting things for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my experience. Uh, I would say this. Uh, they really took it to heart, you know, like, the only way, like, DC really took it to heart. It was just like, you only can go up from here. Like, <laughs> like it's just like, it's just like, you hit rock bottom. So, I mean, the steps that you need to take can only kind of get you going up a little bit and uh, I would say I didn't hate it as much as Batman vs. Superman or Suicide Squad. I think it's better than these movies. Well, easily. Is that a, I mean, come on. It's a compliment because those movies are really bad. It's not a, it's not a good compliment. It's though. a it's a compliment for them because it means it's like when a kid gets a D and when he was getting F's a lot and it's just a teacher's like, "Oh, it's the, it's a D, but he's improving." Like he's doing better. Uh, not necessarily. Like, he, he could, he's un- the he's next learned. test could be an F. He's just a D slash F student. Yeah, but you know, but the teacher's trying to be positive and trying to put you know positive reinforcement in him so he doesn't completely hate himself. Sure. So uh, talking about a fictional scenario in which you have a son and he's getting he's what? 
Just no, drop how does this it. relate? Just forget it. Th- it relates because uh, this movie is not as bad as Batman vs. Superman or Suicide Squad. Uh, it's not as good as Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman at least had a coherent story, but it is it is one of those movies that I just kind of like watch and just like let it wash over me and I'm just like, okay, well, that happened. Wonder what's going to happen next with my day. And that's how I felt about Justice League. Um, <laughs> that was my <laughs> that was my book report. I guess I agree that I believe this is marginally better than Batman vs Superman, but at the same time, this is a pretty fucking bad movie. Um, first of all, I thought that I was like missing a lot of information. I thought that I wasn't entirely caught. Oh up. no no no! But no, then that's, I thought, that's how you feel. Yeah, most you just, DC you movies, just, you just feel like you're <laughs> fucking lost. Like, I don't know where the cyborg dude came from. Like, was he in another movie? Yeah, he's in Batman vs. Superman. I don't remember that. It's because he was in that 15-second cut of the movie where they did a quick snapshot of all the superheroes. They did a snapshot of Aquaman. They did one of Wonder Woman. They did it's one when of Flash. Batman was going through, like, the photos on his PC. Yes. Oh, There's, yeah. like, several scenes of Batman vs. Superman where he looks at, he's looking at his PC. Okay. Well, yeah, they just... His, like entrance into like this movie in the universe is like way too casual and it awkward they, they, yeah they assume that i don't know it's presented as though you like have more information that you truly do and it just made me confused um kind of the same for uh, aquaman like he just goes there and looks for aquaman and aquaman's like standing in front of him and i don't know they just like immediately <laughs> hit it <laughs> off and Dude, like, oh yeah like the it just it goes from him looking over a cliff to him standing in front of him yeah, Does like this movie no, feel like it's just like it's just scenes? I think it's just, it's just yeah. like scenes. You know how some movies like that are like they're they're very thick and like like characters. They have a lot of characters. They'll do like a a lot of like jumping around. They're like, all right, first we're in a uh, Norway or whatever. Now we're in you know Gotham, and then now we're in uh, Themis- whatever the mascara, the mascara, and then. And then you're like, okay, it's all right. It's just the first 10 minutes. You got to jump around a little bit. But then it keeps doing it for like yeah, 30 like, more minutes. How the fuck did Aquaman get from like Iceland or fucking Scandinavia, wherever they were, to like Listen, fucking Gotham? In like it's because he could swim really hours. fast. Didn't you notice they were like in the, the, the little quick scene he had of saving someone where he like, he was like, oh my God, it was like a cannon. And he's just like, that dude was like, no, that was on the thing. Yeah, he swims really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I agree with uh, you and Harvey. It's it's this movie. It's like, all right, this is the way you can enjoy this movie. And this is my theory. And I, I'm pretty sure that's why it wasn't like it really didn't affect me on an emotional level all the way Batman versus Superman did. Because I just like sat there and I just accepted everything. I didn't question how anything happened or how these characters got introduced or just basic storytelling. I just let it happen. And, you know, it's just you kind of just... You know, you just be, you just you keep living, and that's how you get through these movies. Um, I don't know. Even as like a straight up comic, comic book like action movie, like it, I don't know. I feel like it failed in even that sense. So it wasn't even enjoyable uh, from that standpoint. Um, it's, it, pretty, it's it's pretty fucking horrible. To, like it's just ugly to look at. If I'm honest. Oh this no movie, no it's 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 hideous. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Zack Snyder tries as difficult or as hard as possible to make uh, everything like look like an actual comic book movie, especially like the set design and everything. But overall, after a while, everything's just sort of grayed out and just horrible looking. And it looks like um, 
I know somebody's making like a derivative version of uh, like Tim Burton's early 90, 90s Batman movies. Yeah. And everything's just so washed out and like the I, uh, cinematography's so horrible. I just, think, I think know. that was, I think that was per, like everything looks washed out was because of, uh, I think this is the tale of two, two directors at least. You know, we had Zack Snyder who made, uh, obviously who did a lot of the film, but then you had Josh Whedon got to come in and do a lot of reshoots. And uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the mustache that Henry Cavell had. Yeah. The CGI mustache that they had to like actually erase off, and it's like this weird like look like he had no upper lip. I thought we weren't gonna mention Superman. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I mean, no, he's in the first five minutes of it. Oh, as what? He? What do you mean? Of the trailer? No, Superman's in the first five minutes of the movie. He's like, he's in the he's in the 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 phone when the kid's like Superman, Superman, and you can see uh, the fucking weird. Okay, I suppose. Yeah, what do you mean like, you suppose? That's actually in the movie. I don't know, but it sounds like... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they had to remove like the mustache or something like that. I mean, it's... No, it's... I mean, it's... it's He's he's in dreaming sequences. He's in that... He's in that, I don't know, first five minutes of the movie. So I don't know why everyone's being weird about it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care. Um, damn. Yeah, I was not excited for this at all, but... Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think Wonder Woman's much better than this, in terms of just like overall, just like all right, fucking okay, sure, that kind of feeling. I felt the same during Wonder Woman. I think these are on par for me. Really? Um, you don't think Wonder Woman's a little bit better? For like what? Story, for what? Like, They're all the same. They're just like like jumping around all over the place in the beginning of Wonder Woman, flash forwarding to you know the next plot device like really quickly like as they do in this one there's just more people to introduce in this one so i mean the the there's absolutely nothing funny in wonder woman there's nothing funny in this one even when they tried to be funny i mean no no one laughed i mean come on like i know you're trying to be more serious in the avengers but like this just seems like avengers light and it just um it's not good I mean, I, don't, I just don't enjoy it. I mean, it's not. It wasn't terrible. I wasn't like lost and like wanted to like leave, like I did like King Arthur or something this year. But um, it's just, it's just we need to expect more. We we need to expect more. But like, do something new. Do something fun for us. Like, like for instance, I hated Thor first one and second one. But if you do maybe change it up a little bit, make it likable. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying it has to be slapstick comedy, but like, add some stylistic touch to it, so that we're not just like watching. Literally, there's nothing interesting about it. What's no, interesting this, about this, it? This this movie is it's just it's like I said, it is a tale of just like a, a company that doesn't know what it's doing. What I'm saying, like Dark Knight, not funny at all, really. I don't think there's. Can you think of any like highly comedic moment in the Dark Knight? No. So why not like just make something? Because uh, no one liked uh, Zack Snyder's universe. No one liked how gritty and gray and dark it was. They wanted something a little bit there, more different. There's a scene. There's two scenes um, where, I mean, it's just cringe. Like who? Like if if Marvel can do like a serious movie and then have a, a funny line, you can too. Like you don't need to make something happen. And Aquaman goes, huh, "All right," 
And then, Yo, that was bad. And then the cyborg, the cyborg goes, booyah. booyah. I was like, no, I, my heart sank. I was like, <gasps> well, I mean, he, I mean, if you guys ever watch Teen Titans, he does say that a lot. Back in, uh, yeah, but I don't know. It's just like it was like a little bit of a callback to like comic book fans and like cartoon Teen fans. Titans. Yes, yeah, well, I mean, that's where he originated from. Teen Titans. It wasn't easy like Justice League. Nobody I don't know. Wants no one watched Teen Titans. I said no one wants that. This, I never, I never it's watched not, that. It's show. not the same audience. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I feel like there was some like a lot of cringeworthy parts, especially like, especially with the, uh, the villain is is not good. Like it's just this. It's the same shit as um, that I hated about uh, what what was it? Oh, Man of Steel. It's just like this it's fucking big. It's the big immovable blob. force that yeah, just is stronger a blob. Than, stronger than everybody. A blob of CGI is the enemy. Like it's just like I want. I want something interesting. I want depth. You know, like I don't know. How come they turn Batman too? Who's supposed to be the world's greatest detective into an he's, idiot? He's an idiot in all of these movies. I don't understand. Well, and uh, Batman versus Superman in this one, like he's the dumbest fucking dude. He's like. He, it's just like he doesn't see uh, the Batman I'm used to. The Batman that I think we all know is like he's always at least like a few steps ahead, or at least always has like a countermeasure. And it's just like I feel like he's not that in these movies. Yeah, I feel like he's just idiot. he's just like quippy, and it's weird that he's like making jokes. I don't know why. I feel like he's supposed to be the serious one, but everyone in this fucking movie just wants to make jokes and just like be quippy. Especially uh, what's his face. The Flash, Ezra Miller, yeah, he, Barry Allen, he was like, probably the worst part. Oh my god, yeah, he, he was not good. Dude, he, he had did, some pretty did, brutal parts. He did say something that I liked. Uh, it was about brunch, but uh, other than that, not good. All right, let me jump in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is where you want to jump in. Yeah, Ezra so <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy the movie too much. Uh, there was some moments that I did like, but for the most part, there were three things that bug me a lot about this movie first thing is that this movie has a weird tone every character in this movie has a negative portrayal or every actor say have a negative portrayal of how they should be playing their their roles you guys understand what i'm trying to say like they're not rooting for each other in a way there's no positive energy it's strange to watch them like want them to succeed I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think, it's kind of like Suicide Squad, where it's like it's they're a not. Little, yeah, it's, it's weird though, but they're not supposed like a, to be those characters. Yeah, they are. I mean, if you watch the original Justice League, they didn't trust each other. Really? Yeah. If you actually watch the original Justice League, like in the formation, I Superman, didn't. Superman, like literally disarmed the whole world, and the Flash, even the Contradictions, like uh, he's like, you know, there's like a little bit of tension. There's always going to be tension. Right. That makes sense, but it doesn't. It doesn't work in this. Yeah, maybe it doesn't translate just, well. Especially for people that haven't watched that shit. I mean, it's cool, I guess, if people that did recognize any, they like recognize that it's like kind of paying homage to that shit. But most of the people that watch this stuff, I don't know. Yeah, I don't they, know. They don't. They don't see that. So they just see this awkward uh, position between like the the uh, the heroes and stuff and their disposition towards each other. It just all seemed really weird. Yeah, I, they, I did. That didn't bother me as much as just like all these. I would say if anything about the performance, it was just like super, just like just bad all around. Like they're just overall performances, but like the character interaction that didn't bother me because I felt like that's actually works because of that. Of that, just like I, th- I think what Sean's saying is, um, he wants them to be like Fast and the Furious, like family. 
disgusting. They were not a family in this movie. (laughs) Second thing that bugged me, um, there are some scenes in this movie that plays like a commercial. Like when uh, Wonder Woman gets out of her Mercedes and they focuses they, they she leaves the scene and the Mercedes is still in the frame for a long time and I assume Mercedes uh they gotta get this that movie. money and then there's this there's a shot of Amy Adams coming out of the car and then she leaves the frame and the car's name is still in the frame for like three seconds also Bruce Wayne yeah Bruce Wayne did that with the Mercedes as well yeah um that product yeah and the the way they light the objects in the car or of those uh in the, in those scenes looks like a commercial like i feel like they even changed lenses or something like that no i would agree i think those are like so blatantly obvious yeah. like especially it, when it they takes pull you up. out of the universe <laughs> that they're trying to build um third thing is uh ezra miller is brutal like he is not a good actor at all outside of this movie he's not a good actor either in my opinion um, the all of the comedic beats that he was supposed to hit does not work at all. He seems forced, like he had to pr- practice how to be funny. Doesn't make sense. And I, uh, I, I actually liked him in Perks of Being a Wallflower, but I, I think his character is more like natural in that. Whereas in this, he's trying to be like like vulnerable, and it doesn't work. Like he's like, uh, well, uh, he, yeah, he's like. You the, can tell the, everyone the, in this movie is acting. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. You can see, um, like, so blatantly. Gal Gadot are terrible. Real bad. Yeah, she's not great. She's fucking like gorgeous, it, but... It, yeah, it looks like she's, like, reading her lines off paper, like, sometimes. It's really fucking crazy. I, like, I, I think Aquaman had, like, the best line in the movie, though. That whole... I think that the only part that made me laugh was that scene where they're all on the, the, the plane, and he's, like... He's, like, criticizing everyone but when he gets to her she's like he's like you're beautiful yeah. and you're fierce i hated his character and i just started laughing because i was just like that's what i was thinking <laughs> i hated him too but he was probably the most likable one of all of them i think I, i'll tell you what kept me watching the movie and not like drowning it out is i was just waiting for like the next scene that they were gonna go like show a little like cheek on wonder woman from under you're the worst <laughs> you're the fucking worst <laughs> Wow. Every now and then, there's like a pan up from like they're they're you're like, like <laughs> they're like you're they're, they're, some, they're you from see some skin or what? That, you saw a little, little cheek, and then you just like, yeah, all right. Did you have a third thing? Yeah, I that was it. the third thing. I didn't like the tone, um, the way everyone interacted with each other. No, that was the second. Cause you said no, that's the first. Oh, was it? Oh. No, he said tone. Uh, and Ezra then, Miller was the third. Ezra, yeah, Ezra Miller is the third. That one person takes up the whole third. Ezra Miller bugged me pretty bad in this movie all of the vignettes as well of the characters introduction are very bad and poorly shot um i did like uh what's his name um what's his name his father Ezra miller's father's name uh yeah. billy crudup but billy I mean, crudup, is he yeah. really uh i just like billy crudup yeah, in anything in he's amazing yeah. um yeah like two voice, lines he's just like <laughs> you're like yeah that's the shit yeah um there was some very bad witty humor that's meant to be laughed at by the general audience but even my theater wasn't laughing so they yeah. okay okay let's talk about this I let's talk the about this comedic moments were ezra miller's right the, yeah supposedly everyone yeah. had everyone had to say something witty or funny but i think i would agree my theater had the same problem like not even a problem it was just like we all sat there when the funny moments mm-hmm. came there's one person <laughs> yeah just one dude in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I like this dude. You don't go fuck. I I'll, in my theater, none of the adults laughed, but like there was a lot of kids in there. The kids laughed at like some of the really stupid shit. But yeah. uh, everybody was laughing in my theater. Really? really? This is crazy. It's it like this is completely. Well, you probably different. You, you went on a real mouth breather night, huh? Justice League. I don't remember when I went. Um, that was Thursday night. Let actually. me uh, let me tell you this. So Thor, 
surprised me so much that I waited for the end credit scene. And uh, this one, after it ended, everyone started clapping, and I ran. I was like, this is not way, a clap-worthy people, movie. People clap? The whole theater clapped. That's the thing. Did no you, one clapped in my theater. Did you stay for uh, the credits? I stayed for one of the credits. I, I, I thought it was super... I thought I actually did like it. I thought it was charming. I'm not going to tell you what it is, obviously. I but stayed for both. I didn't. I didn't stay for them. So maybe I'll ask I you. I stayed guys because I didn't want to get up. I was lazy. Would Would you agree though? The The first I didn't see the second one, but do you think the first one was kind of charming in a way? Like, yeah, I thought I that think, was kind of cool. I mean, I still hated Ezra Miller, but I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. but um, that just I don't know. I feel like maybe DC can maybe maybe can can they come back? Not with new, this. No new, new universe. No, I think they would have to make a new universe with a different. Style. Can we just kill everyone off? Let's. They would do... have to kill off the executives. Listen, uh, let's or do... fire all of them. Let's or, like... or get them to rape people or something. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I don't know where this franchise have, is going to go That's because well, it's a yeah. it's a bomb for their opening weekend. It's not. It oh yeah. It didn't meet the where they were supposed to uh, hit, and it was also one of the most expensive movies they've ever made, which is. Where? Uh, because that CGI was fucking garbage. It went all CGI was not great, uh, but CGI has gotten expensive, and a lot of CGI was used in this movie. A lot, a like lot. unnecessarily. There's this one scene. Okay, yeah. They, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. There's this one scene where they're like uh, flying off in the plane, like uh, over the lake at Batman's house, and there's like a CGI Jeremy Irons there. Like, why didn't they just oh, use yeah. the real Jeremy Irons? Also, uh, Wonder Woman when she's fighting, almost. All the time, she looks 100% animated. Oh, so I forgot to oh mention my one, one other thing about yeah. this movie that bugged me a bit. There's a lot of medium shot um, scenes where the background is completely CGI, and it's horrible. It it looks like somebody did it on like Final Cut Pro with a green screen anymore. or something like that. But the way they focuses on the actor takes you. It, it just looks bad and like real bad. Um, I also don't like CGI villains at all. Um, I like the practical stuff like. Uh, Nolan's work, and uh, th- did you guys see any connection with uh, Avengers, the the villains and the plot and the the, um, the fight in the end? Um, not even Ultron. I'm talking about like the first one where just basically uh, aliens are coming from space through like a portal yeah. somewhat. Yeah, for a very box. similar, something like that. Yeah, I've never seen Avengers, but yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> so the same. Know. It's all the villains. same shit, man. I'm telling you, it feels like rehashed. Yeah, it's brutal, man. I don't so, have too much I that like I liked. The, I like the the heroes and Avengers more, but it, ultimately it's the same shit. I liked one scene. What's that? That's it. Is actually an Ezra Miller scene, but it's not because of Ezra Miller. Um, I can't. I don't know if I can say it. Where he's like running, and the dude sees him, and he's like looking at him. Oh, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> dude, that was a good scene. I actually like that. The only one I like. Yeah, I like that scene. That was actually that, that was really pretty good. Pretty cool. I like that as well. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Damn. I don't have. To, uh, I'm trying to think of something that I did like. I hate that Amy Adams does this shit. Oh, She's that's so that's Dude, what I was, she is so underutilized. I, I was gonna mention. She's like I was there. gonna mention that. I was gonna say this movie could have done without J.K. Simmons and Amy Adams because they weren't needed. Yeah, yeah. J.K. Simmons should just stay with the old Spider-Man movies. Yeah, he sh- he should have. Uh, I don't know why he jumped ship or, or because he was flash. just like, this is a franchise, man. I can make my money. Yeah, money. It doesn't make sense why they needed to be in this movie. Yeah, any girl can be Amy Adams. Like Amy Adams, she's anything. like she's an A-list actor now. She her her. Uh, she's the she's the best. I yeah. mean, we, we're talking shit here, but if yeah, they're like, hey, one. you want a hundred bucks to be in it for a day to be an extra on on this uh, new Justice League movie? Well, yeah, fuck it, sure. I wouldn't <laughs> do that. No, that's less than like in a day. Our right, wife is like an hour of work. You just an extra? I'll do it. Anybody got anything else they liked? 
Oh. I know we just trash it for like twenty minutes. Uh, we don't trash it. I, just, I said it sounds it's like better. Trash. <laughs> I mean, but out of all the, but <laughs> better uh, than a movie that was horseshit. But what we've seen already <laughs> thus far in this day and age, it's, it's to me, it's just unacceptable. It's like you could just tell they're not trying to make interesting work. They're just trying to feed the masses. You know. What? I think I think they try to save it. I think they try to save whatever Zack Snyder was doing over there with uh, Joss Whedon coming in. I think I think they were trying to horse, uh, nah, like right like the ship. Save. But the thing is, is like how much money can you really spend on a movie like with reshoots and just everything just being redone until the point where it's just like you can't save it. I think I think this is the most watchable out of almost all of them except Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman and this one are like same par. Still not a great movie, but I have hope that maybe one day we'll get a good. Uh, See, the thing is, even if they do like a standalone film with any of these characters, I, I I wouldn't watch it. Like they're all they're all bad. Like the casting is just poor. They would have to recast. Like some I wouldn't of watch. Roles. I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch the Flash. I'd watch an Aquaman. I watch movie. A, Aquaman movie I'd and I watch it. a Cyborg I, movie. I don't like Aquaman in this movie. Really? No, I don't. I don't yeah. like the Flash. I don't like Cyborg. Yeah, I definitely don't like any of them. I actually like. I like Batman's character, but I don't like the. Would you watch Batman. A, Would you watch an Alfred movie with oh, Jeremy yeah. Irons? Yeah, I watch it. I watch the fuck <laughs> out of it. Just him like Pretty doing cool. all this shit back yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> That's weird. Just like, on the like, fucking computer. Just like it's like going, ten minutes. Just I, him I, on I, the computer. Then he goes shopping and buys like. I'm more intrigued with uh, the Flash, Ezra Miller's character, uh, trying to get his father out of jail, like him going to law school and shit, yeah. something like that. I don't want to. But watch it has. That. But he has no superpowers. He's just like going to law school. He has like a girlfriend in the end. I wouldn't want to watch a movie with Ezra Miller like, in it. I don't like J- Jason Momoa that much, to be honest. Really? Yeah, he's not a he's not a great actor. I just think he. I just feel like he's a one note actor. I yeah, think he, he felt the most natural out of all those. Yeah, characters. that's what I'm saying. I feel like he literally just hammed it up because he was just like, oh, "Fuck it, like we're doing this." Yeah, Everyone, he's by I feel far like, my favorite one. I feel like Gal Gadot, like she, she's not what, very Aquaman? good. Yeah, yeah. I'll say they should just had uh, Chris Hemsworth play Aquaman. <laughs> that would be interesting, or his brother. Yeah, her's brother. Can we have both Hemsworth playing Aquaman, but they're interchangeable, like throughout the movie? No. Man. I I just my my overall analysis of this film is just you know in the early two thousand sorry to cut you off in the yeah. early two thousands um Leo was supposed to play Aquaman in the movie. What? That would've yeah. been really bad. He was busy doing the beach. That would've been really bad. Um, I'm not lie, I couldn't see that. What uh, what I was gonna say is just like. It it just what what's new? What else is new? I mean, there's just nothing like if you if you come out of this theater and you genuinely like it, it's I think you're just trained to like. I'm, I'm being very like ignorant right now, but I think you, I don't know, like I think you just like seeing the same shit over and over again. I think you 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 know it. It's you're used to it. You know, you get you see these characters that you read comic books of, I and mean, then that's sure. the thing. That's why people want to go see us because you know if you're a big fan of comic books if you like yeah comic but your books and you're your excited, liking for this shit is is ultimately killing one hit great movies you know like just you can you can you know we'll, well talk people, about it we'll talk about yeah, it yeah i wish so, i was given control of like a project like this like complete autonomy well right, going to your topic shit. you can you can tell that yeah. I there's mean, no there's no one person there controlling like the bigger picture like it's just a lot of just people just like re- reacting more than anything sure. 
to like, oh, just wait. So every, like everything's this. a safe bet. Everything's they don't do anything edgy. They don't do anything interesting because you know. I could. I, I have a feeling this movie could have been worse though. I like it was just like. I feel like there were, this movie really could have been worse. It could have, but I mean, it's still not good. It's still nothing new. It's still nothing interesting to me. Like seriously, tell me why it's. If you believe it's new and interesting, then oh, it's not new and interesting. But I'm just saying, like this movie. Your your only reason for liking is, oh, I just like it. Just, I, I enjoy. It. I was entertained, and well, that's all that matters. I guess, but like what once to me, once you've seen the light, how c- you won't be entertained by that shit. Once you've like been What's with you lately, you've just been trying to like. I just don't you're get apostate. it. You're like, You're just trying to get people to to see your way. I don't know. I mean, like, why would you eat the same thing for dinner every night? I Coming mean, for the man who eats seven sloppy joes. That was Ramen in one night. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't eat seven sloppy joes the the following night. That was a that was a one night marathon. Don't you eat ramen like four days a week? Uh, <laughs> Max minimum. Well, that's because it's a it's a a budgeting thing. I. It's it's you know I have to eat it because it's it's there. The question is, can you get us ramen? No, I mean it's like a staff meal. That's fucked up. I can get you a discount, but okay, we'll talk about it later. Uh, but yeah, like sure, you you know, why don't you try a new recipe or something? Is basically what I'm saying. Why don't you uh get some new spices in the kitchen? Why don't you? Uh, all right, I'm done. Do we have anything else valuable to say about this? Uh, the costumes look really weird, and uh, Batman in particular looked really. The costume looked really bad. Uh. Ezra Miller's costume looked really bad. I, Gal- if, if I mean, I some, Wonder Woman is the only one that looked really nice. No, nah, I don't uh, like hers because like, her her hard like top. It kind of like it's not revealing enough. Oh, yeah, I okay. want to see more. I think you're revealing yourself too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, Cy- Cyborg, she, I think, had the worst she's because beautiful. it was CGI. He didn't have a costume. It was CGI. It was like a green, like a. Like He's wearing the uh, Under Armour shoes. Dude, uh, at, at they, times I thought his whole face was CGI. I was like, did he even act in this? Or he just like. <laughs> They just took a picture of it him. It was, dude. There was actually one point where I'm like, "Is this real right yeah. now?" Yeah, I feel like he just came in. They took like a, a like 360 a, picture, like just, like, and no. they made his face a CGI model. And, and they could all, go home he now. Did all his lines through Skype. Yeah, <laughs> his head. Zach right. Snyder's on the other end, just like with more passion. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! Uh, oh, we're shit. jerks. No, we're not. We're just. I mean, but what did we expect? I like, mean, I, did anyone really expect much? I don't know. I, I'm I trying thought I might have liked this movie. Really? Yeah, I did. I was like, I was, I was thinking maybe it could be a three and a half, but then, and then thirty minutes in, I was like, well, the opening scene well, no, was pretty bad. No, 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 I mean before seeing it, oh. I was like, I had high hopes for like they can't fuck another one up, can they? See, I watched like several variations of the trailer, and I saw where it was at, and then where it was now. So I saw the transformation. I'm like, eh, I don't know. All right, let's rate it then. All right. You go first. I'll give it to... Let's see. I feel like it's a one and a half or maybe two. I don't know. It's like between there. Wow. Yeah. Pick one. I feel like it's like a light... It's like about this 1.75. Okay. 1.75. So 1.75. two? No. That rounds to a, a light two. two. I don't round anything. Honestly, that's now. way lower than I expected you'd give it. Well, you thought I was going to give it a three? No. Oh. What do you think I was going to give it? I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm like two and a half, I guess. But I'm not. Well, the thing is, I, I know I'm just, never going to watch this again. I know I won't. Well, sure. To me, it's I enjoyed it just about as much as Wonder Woman, and I gave that a two and a half, which is weird because that Wonder Woman's a ninety something on 
Rotten Tomatoes, and this is like a 30. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm somewhere. I'm fucked up somewhere. But two and a half. Jesus Christ. He loved it. Nah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like it. It, it wasn't like complete horseshit. Yeah, it wasn't like I I I, I like couldn't follow it because it was so it was bad. like it was a coherent enough movie for you to just kind of like watch and digest yeah and then just like regurgitate right that's afterwards. still an f in school yeah all right harvey so, harvey oh it's a two, it's a two for me dog all right <laughs> <laughs> two wait wait am i giving it the high score i think yeah. i think we all feel the same about the movie but maybe our scales are weird no you get you love it you gave it a two out, half out of yeah. five. You I love think this it's shit. A bad, I think it's a bad movie and it's poorly made. I think. Uh, All right, I'm changing mine to two. <laughs> Can't change. Can't, right, you nah, two and a half stone. It's the same shit, right? Uh, I'm gonna go a two on this. Uh, I thought Me the too. the casting was poor. Uh, I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder's uh, world. Never really ha- have been. I don't like the way he dresses scene and the way they the story is not really coherent. They just jump from vignettes to vignettes of every character. You don't really get much of anything, really. Um, ben Affleck should have never been Batman. I'm done. Jesus. Is your Oscar speech? No. <laughs> Yo, Ben Affleck, I'm really happy there, for there, you. I feel and like I'm there gonna was let you a, hundreds of uh, good white men out there that could have played Batman. Oh, yeah. Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck was like, yeah. Especially yeah. since he, like... He's a snooze in this movie, man. He was whack. I don't know why the hell they put him in this fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, he's, he's horrible. Horrible He, he doesn't look movie. like he wants to be there. Like, he doesn't. Oh my god, man! It's so bad. Wow. Let's change our topic to who should play Batman. You got that list for us? Uh, I got a list of movies coming out. So this is an interesting one because I think we should review my well, my pick. But um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you guys a list. So we got Coco. We I want to see Coco. The man who invented Christmas. We got Darkest Hour. We got. Eric Clapton, A Life in 12 Bars. Jesus. And those are the big releases. What? But uh, I was going to say we should watch Coco because we've never uh, watched a Pixar um, animated film. I'm actually down for Coco. Coco looks great, actually. I'm super down for Coco. I hear hear good things, but I heard it's like the greatest love letter to Mexico. Oh, yeah. Gael's in it. My boy. Boy? Was that sarcasm or was that real? I feel like that was uh, sarcasm. What, What I said? Yeah. No, I heard like... Like, I read a review from a Mexican person, like, the nostalgia. I also heard Darkest Hour is supposed to be good. I want to see that as well. Let's watch, how about this? Let's watch Coco, Darkest Hour, The Man Who Invented Christmas, and Call Me By Your Name. Wait, Call Me By Your Name coming out? Yeah, November 24th. You sure? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Got good reviews. It's a certified fresh. But I think we should watch the Pixar movie. Let's watch Coco. You know, I've never done it. We'll do Coco. Coco. I feel like, well, hopefully it's different from everything else. Yeah. All right. So, Coco it is. You guys want to move on? Coco. All right, Steve, set us up. Oh, we want. You picked the topic. You set it up. Oh. Cinematic universes? Yeah. Can we fix them? That is the topic. <laughs> um, I didn't write anything else down, but uh, it's just more a little bit of a discussion of uh, just the whole idea about cinematic universes and what's like Hollywood's obsession with them and what can we do to remedy the situation? Let's be, let's put our producer's hat on for a second. Let's be big, big okay. execs. I'll, I'll throw my suggestion, just really quick, my suggestion. I, I think a lot of these, um, these franchises and a lot of these universes, more or less, whether they have a, 
different directors or not, um, they kind of they're copy prints of the, I guess the main director. For example, uh, Zack Snyder yeah. in the DC Extended Universes. All the film, all the films that um, that follow that line look like his movies. Yeah, and a lot of that is because the producers liked his film and they want to keep that look going as a color palette of everything. Yeah. Uh, same. I guess for the early Marvel movies, it's pretty much the same until they started to pick indie directors like um, James Gunn, for example, yeah. and that kind of changed the look of the franchise. So I feel like these uh, universes could work uh, based on who is hel- is helming the project. Yeah. So I think w- when it comes to uh, fixing it, I think it has to be with a, a decent enough director. Yeah. And changing the the aesthetics of the films. I feel. Yeah, I would agree. I think. I think when you pick some of these directors, I think if uh, I think if you let them just kind of like, you know, steer the ship in the direction they feel comfortable, and I feel like if you give these movies distinctive character, uh, it can stand on its own. I think. Uh, I think maybe they should have like a. I feel like less connection, you know, never adhering to this grand story arc. Like, I, I don't I don't care much about that. I think the best times I had with at least some Marvel movies when it's not, you know, abiding by this, like, narrative that's, like, not seen yet. You know? Uh, I think Thor Ragnarok is a great example. When, we're, when we see them on Sakaar, I think it's, like, a fucking great time, and I want to hang out with these characters more. Same thing with Guardians. Same thing yeah. with Spider-Man. I think if you let these directors put their own imprint, and even if it's like something completely out of whack, like just something like, oh, let me put this character in this situation. Let's make a superhero movie, but with like, like a thriller or like a mystery or something. It's it adheres to what all the other movies do, and it's in the same universe, but it's not just like, just like just bound by these like every like Zack Snyder, like what Sean said, is just like dark and gray and. Everything seems fucking miserable. This is uh, <laughs> right in line with, with with what I wanted to talk about. So I'll go. I'll go now. Yeah, um, I want to hear your thoughts. Go for it. The first one I wanted to mention is uh, the Lego universe. Uh, yeah, Lego Batman, Lego movie, Ninjago. Everything they're doing is perfect, and I just want to say that that. Uh, just what you watched Ninjago? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Shit. Everything they're doing is perfect. The second one I want to talk about is the Star Wars universe. Um. Yeah. So basically, I was gonna say exactly what you were saying. They need to basically cut ties with a uh, fucking what's his name, Bad Robot guy. Uh, yeah, JJ uh, Abrams. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lens, Mr. Lens Flair. I think they should just cut <laughs> cut ties with him because this, he always has a hand in these movies, whether he's not director or not. He pl- he always yeah. plays the mystery man, and, act and then comes back and yeah, it's not good. He he. I don't I don't like what he does, and uh, I think. Uh, Nothing is more evident that that is. JJ Abrams is great at producing. I think, like when he produced Cloverfield, like he did a good job on that, picking a director and the look of the film. But when he's directing and he's also using that staple for other directors, he I feel like just too much of a hand in there. Yeah, um, I think uh, Star Wars should continue to like go with the uh, I don't know like uh, indie indie directors uh, like like Ryan Johnson was perfect. Um, as long as they like keep mixing it up with, with like different directors and allowing them to have like more hand like more of a hand in uh, the story and uh, the screenwriting, I think it'll I don't know it'll be improve the franchise greatly. Yeah, even if they want to like keep, I mean, like let's think of like extended. I think Star Wars is a great example. Like I think what they're trying to do, but yet I feel like 
they're not letting go yeah. yet. Like it's, I feel like it's kind of hard for them to really like let directors do because what 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 happened recently with the Han Solo film? They kicked those two directors out. I think Lord and the, Miller. Yeah, yeah. I and, think the creative differences were just too much, and they yeah, but fired them. You always forget to mention Garrett Edwards with Rogue One. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that was a good pick as yeah. well. But but yeah. that's the the problem. The creative differences are like you hire these people for some reason, and then you're like. No, no, no! This is not what we wanted. So uh, go fuck yourself. I honestly think if your if your mentality is being safe is more box office safe than letting a well known you know good director kind of put his touch on it and take a chance. If you think the risk is is like worse for for the latter, you're you're the problem. It doesn't make sense what I just said, but what I'm saying is you could you could play it safe and still get fucking slammed at the box office. Yeah, you know what's you could a, still get slammed by the critics. I, but like, I agree. what's the difference? Why not just take the risk like they did with Thor? Well, you know, it's a good example of that I was listening to an interview. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys listen to Nerdist at all with Chris uh, Hardwick, but he did an interview with the uh, what's his name who owns Bloomhouse Bloomhouse uh, Jason yeah. Jason Blum, right? And he was talking about the same exact thing. He's a producer, and he's like, "I take risk. Like, I don't care. Like, is like if I see something is like an interesting idea, and I take risk on directors. Like, sometimes we we're not going to make it at theaters, and I know that from the start. But like, I if it's an interesting enough idea, and I see like potential, like I'm going to go for it. Yeah, I'm sure but Get my, Out was a big risk. What What I'm saying is like, um, yeah, no. like take the risk because. It's an established the franchise. Breathe, the mouth breathers are probably going to go see it anyway. And if anything, you're getting people more excited, more intrigued to like, oh, what's all this buzz about this movie? You know, like, like who, like Justice League? Oh, of course we're we're going to see Justice League. We had a Batman versus Superman. We had a Wonder Woman. I mean, it's just like it's so on the nose. And like, first of all, we just need to back off a little bit. Like, we should all just be a, a like a national that, that, uh, law. No that, one watches DC movies. That, no, I mean, like, that just leads like into my next hiatus, uh, you know? point of how you can like adjust or fix some of these for all universes. Is the question is when is enough enough? Like when are we going to stop getting Star Wars property things? From Never. Now on? Exactly. It's like, Disney will. When can they cut off a universe and just let it be for like thirty, forty years until they bring back something from that world? I say you get three movies a decade. Like, I, like, all right. So this is the thing that really just kind of brought this on too is that i just found out that uh, ryan Dawson's is going to get his own separate trilogy in star wars in the star wars universe so he's getting three movies and that's crazy to me like it's just like you're not finished with the or like the trilogy you already have now and then on top of that you have side stories to these trilogies that are already happening so between these off years that we're not getting us mainline star wars we get these side stories and then you have another director doing something else a different trilogy like and now they're talking about a tv show like fuck fuck me man like remember back in the day when we had lord of the rings and you know that was the shit we had like a trilogy and then that's all like and then it ended yeah we didn't need anything else for like the box like 13 years you know yeah like fucking you know how how big the marvel box set would be it couldn't be like this (laughs) it takes up a whole wall (laughs) like jesus christ man. yeah we can't buy that as a box set the Shit. same with the Dark Knight trilogy. It like it, we're okay with it ending. I mean, at this point, I'm okay I, with we, things ending. I, I like mean, at this end. point, I want them to fucking come back. But w- if it wasn't for all this garbage they've been feeding us, that I would have been totally okay with just you know never seeing Batman again for a while. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. I truly do believe that 
this shit is getting out of hand and it is contributing to the downfall. Like, I just don't think people care about movies anymore unless they have a franchise to back them. Because it's a safe bet. It's expensive to go to the movies and it's like but a like, safe bet. But like in the 80s, people, the people go see a fucking movie because it was like, there was buzz around it. It was, it was. Yeah. Like, and now it just seems like people don't give a fuck unless it's like something that they feel connected to. And it's because like they keep, you know, fucking invigorating people with these like characters from their favorite comic books and then delivering shit. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, how do we, how do you get people like wanting to go see like something? It's almost seems like you have to do what Get Out did. It has to be fucking a racially controversial film. To get people out of their fucking houses to go see a movie that's not part of a fucking universe. Yeah. It's like its own separate yeah, thing. And that's beautiful. I want to see more of that. I want to see every like movie that I like. I would love a get year. Get excited. I would love a like, year where we out. don't get like any superhero. <laughs> Either like anything from an extended universe. I just want to watch. I want to have a year that's like nothing like that. Like people at my job, they've seen Get Out and they've seen like all the superhero movies that came out this year, but all the great shit in between, yeah, they don't watch it. You're always going to have that, though, no matter what. I feel like... I I think you're always going to have that, even back in the 80s and 90s and But yeah, I feel 70s. like it's a huge yeah, but at least portion, we could though, get, At least we could get, like, like, just... Even if they're, like, cheesy blockbusters, at least we can get, you know... I think now the general idea is, like, we see a stupid blockbuster, like something like San Andreas or something. Like, people now know that that's trash, but we're getting superhero movies that are just as bad, but we're seeing them because they're part of this acclaimed universe. Yeah. And even, even like, big-budget movies, too, so it's pretty fucking depressing. Like, even big-budget movies, like, I think The Rock is, like, a part of this, or I noticed he does a lot of these movies, uh, Jumanji. I was watching the trailer for that, I was like, this looks pretty bad. Pretty sure that was directed by the same guy that did uh, San Andreas. Really? And then we had uh, Rampage, another movie that's like being released. Oh, no, Rampage bit... is directed by the same guy that did San Andreas. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it's just like we're just getting now we're just getting movies that have been based off other things that are not like based off other movies or comic books. It's just based off video games or like it's just Hollywood has run out of ideas. Let's, it just uh, happened. I've, it's I've, official. I had a Hollywood assignment. Has run out in uh, one of my graphic design classes where I had to make an infographic and I did one on a, I don't have it up or anything, so I'm not going to show you, but I did it on like the declining of originality in uh, film or, or in like Hollywood. And, uh, but if you look at like the top grossing films each year, the more you go down, the more original the content is. And, and that's the issue. People just, want to go out and see the big you know franchises now it depends on like, what scale you're talking about like if you're talking about big budget films or versus independent features um that scale or that list you're talking about i don't know what they're pulling from they're just pulling from the movies that made the most money that year you know okay you're talking about box office yeah so it's like um i mean because there's original content out there there always will be yeah of course but like this is less viewers, you know. Yeah. Any other points? Nineteen seventy nine. Most Kramer versus Kramer is the most. Uh, <laughs> That's a good movie. Uh, and then you have like things like Top Gun, uh, Home Alone, you know, Jurassic Park, which is a franchise, but it was the original at the time. 
no one thought about like yeah i think there's someone who's like oh maybe we could there's make no a nos- sequel to this there's but no I don't nostalgia think- behind jurassic park yeah you got saving private ryan uh and then like finding nemo and then uh, now it's hunger games star wars 55 it's two star wars in a row uh yeah avengers i just think i think spider-man 3 you know oh yeah i just think that uh if we're going to keep going down this road at least i think maybe hollywood is getting it a little bit because i think thor was a good example of just kind of letting the director do his own thing and still kind of being within that within the uh, that universe or like kind of like adhering to the rules I think if we just like let the directors do what they want, or if someone comes up with an interesting story for this character, or for this, we we should look at examples of like people who are great filmmakers and have made like nothing but great films up until they were signed on to like a big blockbuster franchise, and, and then they made it shit. I don't know what the stats are on that. I feel like Colin Trevorrow is the only one I can really think of that like made a hit, like not yeah hint like indie film and then went to just doing like big budget and then he did another fucking shitty movie the thing yeah. he did book of henry and that's what like was pretty bad i've heard but you know fuck man what, i would love paul to, thomas anderson gonna do a, a superhero movie i would love to just to watch like a batman movie but it's instead of like over the top action like it's a detective story like it's like moody and it's just like it's just or, like very just atmospheric like you know, it's like him, a lot of like talking, a lot of him doing real detective work. He's like looking, analyzing things, like looking at crime scenes, his fucking blood on the walls. And Honestly, got murdered. why not like, just let Nolan do them all? Like, just let him do it. He does that stuff. Good. I don't think he ever wants to touch that franchise yeah, again. I don't think he would want to continue. He's, he's doing been that. offered. Um, he, dude, he, he he's was executive. even offered this film. Just dude, to he's executive producer on this. I think. Yeah, but they wanted him to direct um, Batman vs Superman, Man of Steel, and this movie. He's like, Nah, that's your fucking mess. I ain't cleaning this shit well, up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit. With uh, Sean, you said that. I was reading too. I think it was like ninety something million that this movie made. Yeah, opening like weekend. That's million, yeah. that's pretty bad. There, I think they were slated to make like in the three hundreds or some shit like that. God. So I mean, if if this movie doesn't hit. I mean that's pretty underwhelming. You think they're well, gonna well? Uh, Open the weekend is a good prediction of how the movie's ultimately gonna do, even up until DVD sales. So yeah, I don't. It's not gonna it's, live up. So I think what, it's what gonna, gonna make it they're, gonna, they're gonna make their money back, but it's not gonna be a profit that they expected. So they need to like write the ship's course. I don't think I think they should kill off this universe. Like let I'm it. I'm trying work. to think of good uh, cinematic franchises and universes that worked and why it's successful. I can't think of too many. I think I mean Marvel on, and Star Wars are the only two that I can really think of. I have one. I mean, we have the upcoming ones like the Dark Universe. We also have some of the other stuff that uh, there King Kong really fails, like the monster franchise like Godzilla. Yeah, but they just can't put a budget together for it to expand on it. I think Godzilla was a good introduction to that franchise, but. I think they're now slated in a project. Are they redoing it? No, I think they're making a sequel, but they've been in talks for the last four years with mm. it. But uh, they haven't put together a uh, good budget for it from what I've read. I, I just read that uh, Machete and Spy Kids share the same universe. Oh, it does. That's yeah, their uncle. That's, that, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's their uh, uncle. I didn't from, know that. Really? Mm-hmm. Uncle, know you're that. like uncle, like uncle Machete. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. Um, so going back to what you said, this movie didn't make a lot. Why, why do you think that is? Because um, I think don't everyone know it's I think, bad the first weekend. I don't think it's fatigue. I think it's. Uh, I, I think, think people just know now that this franchise is a little 
it's bad taste in their mouth. Like it's fatigue. I don't think it's fatigue because fatigue means they're just tired of watching superheroes. I just think people no, don't no, be wary of this franchise. I think. I mean, Wonder Woman still did like amazing even after Suicide yeah, Squad yeah, and Batman vs Superman. Feminism, you know. It's, it's I don't think it has anything to do with that. I, I think it does. I don't think it does either. But I think that I think this movie in particular didn't do too well because it's coming right off of Batman vs Superman, which didn't do well at all. Um, so that's that that if that audience is not going to go out and be Excited for this movie? Why would they expect that same amount? Yeah, but why did Thor do so well? Because Thor is, Thor is not DC. Yeah, people a, have a, a bad taste. Of, yeah, people have bad taste. And it's also promotion of how uh, it's a good indication of how the movie is going to be because the movie did well because the director did a good job and put in his staple on this movie, and I that guess comes the out in production. Is way better too. I mean, it, Thor the Thor marketing exactly campaign is. But uh, yeah, Batman vs Superman didn't do that great either. So I don't expect them to, you know, have those expectations. Well, what I meant basically is the first two Thors are not good. So what what made people like... I think, I don't know. But uh, I think that Wonder Woman did well because it was a new uh, idea or a uh, risk that they took. And then also when you watch the trailers, it seemed like something coherent. It seemed like they weren't trying to do 20 things at one time. I think audiences uh, noticed that kind of... They notice those little yeah. things, like you notice that, like they something. Don't notice is, shit. And I'm I sure if like, you did, like, if there was so statistic out there, I'm sure the majority of people who saw Wonder Woman was men. I just have a feeling. Really? Yeah, women don't see movies. Uh, I feel like oh, a lot of fucking huge. I feel like a lot of women on my Facebook friends Maybe. list, which is a great sample of the whole population. Um, Facebook. Yeah, saw it. I think they were more. They were more excited to see that movie than than they would. Uh, I think overall, I think. Wonder Woman has more. I would sure maybe more men saw it, but I think Wonder Woman got more women to go see it than the usual superhero movie. Yeah, I would say that. And then, but, but also, Wonder Woman did critically well. So, which I don't understand. But how do you know? That it's 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 an aggregator. It's, it's just like it's a lot like. I don't Justice I don't know about that. I think I think that, Wonder I, Woman is way it's more it's coherent story. It has a woman. It has a it's a way more coherent story than hardly. Fucking, they literally just I don't know about there's that. Like, there's like three villains. There's a beginning, middle, end. I understand what is happening throughout the story. There's I a lot of let's, interesting let's watch scenes. Wonder Woman. We haven't seen it yet. We should watch it. Yeah, watch it. They and, did ruin something in this movie for me that I didn't know about that happened thing. in Wonder Woman because I didn't see Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Should have. Should have. I should have watched it. Before. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, it's like, do you really care though? I mean, it's like when I watched really. Thor Ragnarok. Oh man, what happened yeah, in Thor totally, one and two? You could totally. <laughs> I forgot. I saw Thor one and two in the same week, and I forgot. Thor yeah. Thor Ragnarok really stood on its uh its own there. You know what universe needs to come back? What the uh, Clerks universe? Clerks Clerks one and two. Yeah, I don't and think it's Clerks. I think it's just Kevin Smith's universe. They oh, all yeah, the like Kevin within Smith the universe. same. Is it a universe? It is. Yeah, yeah. because it's, they all mention it. the same like story. They're all the same characters chasing Amy. Yeah, all I know, the same. but would they James exist? Bob? Like, like, do they exist in the same yes. world though? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. In in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, he they uh he jumps from those worlds. Yeah, Ben Affleck. You're is right in, because yeah. he's the the comic book yeah. store. Ben Ben Affleck plays the same character. In the f- yeah, and the first time I noticed is when I think Not the mall rats. Amy. Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, the they work at the comic book yeah. store. The same character. You're right. It's all. I think mall rats is the most evident one though. Is because they're talking about the funeral, like that that funeral yeah. scene, and it's mentioned throughout all the other movies. Just like, oh yeah, they went. I would to say that the one that feels less attached is the first corks, but I think that's just because it's so 
it harkens i think every yeah. other movie harkens back to that or like has some connection what else are some good ones wow man that's a good fucking universe see yeah. look how subtle that is and they're all different like it's chasing so amy subtle, is so different yeah. from like mall where like damn fucking kevin smith got it it's first like, time yeah. first time around i mean well you got you got logan and deadpool in the same universe well, it's Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know, but well, it's not. It's not Marvel. Though. It's Fox. Fox, yeah. Yeah, that Marvel can't even make an X Men movie. Well, Fox, uh, are they teaming up with um Marvel now? They said there was talks about them buying out. Yeah, like, buying out Fantastic Four, X Men, and uh, Deadpool. I think. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, there's no correlation in the Avengers universe and the uh, X Men except one character. But right. Interesting. All right, if you guys don't have anything to add. Nah, it's just, uh, uh, that's my thoughts. I think that's the one way we can at least, if we're going to have this thing continue to happen, like cinematic universes, I think maybe just How let about it, this? Just let, if you're listening and you like those movies, go go see another fucking movie, goddammit. Yeah, see Lady Bird. Go see a fucking movie, not a I don't franchise. Like, I don't like telling people how to spend their money. We we all have movie pass by now, right? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, real quick, There's is, a that, lot of people is anybody I don't jumping know. into that new plan or no? No, uh, I'm not gonna bother. Nobody has the ninety no, bucks to <laughs> do the six ninety. What is it? Six bucks? Are you gonna do it, Harvey? No. To be honest yeah. with you, you save like thirty what, three dollars over a year. The thing is, like, we don't know how long this is gonna last. Yeah. And if we commit to a year, that shit could like end next week. I feel like they'll go out of business in five months, <laughs> and then I'll be out of <laughs> the the risk. <laughs> the risk to save thirty dollars. Eh. One of my uh, friends uh, matched with one of the uh, market uh, people really? <laughs> on Tinder really? <laughs> for MoviePass. That's weird. Yeah, I've never seen any of. I want to go visit their office because they're right they, next they to my on, office. They go on a first date. So tell me about MoviePass. Like, oh, that shit's gonna fail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get. She's like, get out as quickly and as they, possible. They, oh wait, it wasn't you Tinder. It was Bumble. Get out. They matched. You, you didn't. You didn't sign up, did you? Yeah, uh, yeah I did. You better cancel. You it. better cancel that shit quick. Yeah, we're gonna take the buddy run. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but um, all right, let's move on then. You guys want to play this game? Oh, I forgot about this shit. Yeah. All right, just give me the fucking dice. So Shomo lost last week. Just roll that shit, dude. From what I heard, uh, this is the game where we roll a twelve-sided die. Loser gets to watch a movie picked by the roll of the highest number. Gets to. Yeah. It's a, sometimes it's a treat. It's not. A, oh. And I'm adding in the rule: you can make me go see a movie in a theater. That is some bullshit. Uh, you can't make me though. Wow. Four. That Not is... looking good. Shomo got I, a four. I, I get, guys, I can't lose. I got. I got. I got to see Lady Bird. I got no. shit to see. No, fuck you, man. This is. I can't great. go to the movies and watch a movie at home. All. Oh. oh. Oh my Harvey god. Harvey got, Harvey got one. one. So Harvey lost. <laughs> god damn it. This is such bullshit. Well, you haven't lost in a while, have you? It doesn't matter. I'm still fucking on t- on the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, it's debatable. Have you been keeping track? All right. I don't so have I'm to, I, know, I know how far I was ahead, like six episodes, and it's... We're on 41, so... All right. So, I'll, Shomo I'll got a leader. four, Harvey got a one. I'm going to roll. I got eight. The fuck Barely was a roll. that? <laughs> it hit the tail. I meant to go like that. <laughs> <laughs> My accidental roll was a one. What is that? Five. It looks like right. Harvey loses to Sean. All right, so I'm gonna give uh, Harvey Joshi was released um, last year. I believe. Joshi, what's that? Joshi is a movie. It's a Jeff Bannon movie. Stars uh, Thomas Middleditch, uh, Jenny Slate. It's kind of like a. Oh, I like Jenny Slate. Yeah, she's pretty cute for a girl. Um, she uh, she's in this movie um, quite a bit, so I think you'd like it. It's kind of like a dark comedy about these uh 
friends who reunite in a cabin somewhere in Northern California uh, for one of their um, friends who... It's kind of like a bachelor weekend, but not really. You'll see what I mean. It, it's in the style of like the Duplass Brothers. Okay. Kind of like mumblecore esque, yeah. So okay. I think you, I think you might dig Greta it. Gerwig type shit. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, what's his name? Joe Swanberg makes an appearance in it. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, Josh, you check it out. I think you might get, you can catch it on Netflix. I think it's there on for free if you pay for it. Awesome. Did you see? Uh, did everyone accept the new charges on Netflix? What'd you say? Netflix raised the price to eleven dollars. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I did not. So I have a story behind this. Uh. So someone I know uh, had an extra. They they bought I don't know some T-Mobile deal and they got Netflix for like a couple months, for like six months for free. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and they gave it. They're like, I don't use Netflix. Do you want it? So I don't pay for Netflix for a while. That's oh really? Good. Yeah. Yeah. They sent me this long email saying how like to show you how much we appreciate you. We're pushing out all these original content. Oh thanks. And we're gonna raise the price. By the way, now it's eleven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so we need more money to put out more original content. You should basically. be like, bro. Movie Pass is is ten. Yeah. I remember Netflix used to be seven ninety. Yeah, I had it when I was seven. Yeah, yeah. I remember that too. But yeah, good old days. No, you, you could pay ten if you like one of the DVDs too. If I'm honest, the content has gotten a lot, of, a lot better overall. I don't know if it's worth four dollars more a month, but it has gotten better. I can at least I, I appreciate it. Which one's your fa- sake? I think it's okay. I guess. What's your favorite so far? Like out of all the streaming services, like Hulu, Netflix, HBO Go, like which one's your favorite? Which ones you go to? Well, Hulu's trash, first of all. Yeah, Hulu's Never, not even a contender. Ne- don't even mention that ever. Hulu's again. servers are brutal. Um, um, right now, Hulu's uh, layout is pretty bad. Yeah. I don't there like was, it at all. There was really only one Hulu original show that I liked, which was the eleven twenty two seventy seven show. Also, just in terms of like shit. That's available to stream. I would say one of my favorites is Amazon because uh, yeah, they got Amazon a lot of new because they have everything. <laughs> Amazon is <laughs> good. Buy it. Um, obviously, Shutter is good if you're into that kind of stuff. Shutter is good. Uh, Sundance now is pretty cool as well. Amazon okay. seems to have more like like say you miss a film that came out at like the beginning yeah. of this year, it's like they'll have it on there. You yeah, like, but as far as design and just being reliable, I think Netflix has always had that. Yeah. Uh, Their HBO service are really well designed. Is great. HBO Go and HBO Now are great, but uh, the only issues I've ever had with them is that their streaming solution isn't as uh, it crashes it is, a lot. Yeah, it's not. They as also good as, don't uh, Netflix. My smart TV won't take. Well, it's not HBO. on every platform. Yeah, it sucks. Sweet. Just like yeah. um, Hulu sometimes does that as well. Mine has everything but HBO. I don't understand. Hulu's supposed to be making some good money, and their service always has always been trash. It hasn't improved. At all, in my opinion, because I tried to get it again a few get, few months ago. I and prefer still Crunchy bad. Roll. <laughs> Crackle is a good free one if you guys want to check that out. Yeah. There's some good We're movies not on there. Here. We pay I mean, for it's it's a service no, it's that's free. offered for free. Crackle's not. Illegal. Yeah, it's free. It's not oh really? Yeah, I've never heard of Crackle. It's like Netflix and stuff like that, but it's, just it's free. free. It just has like a bunch of like shit that no one cares. Like a lot of syndicated shit. I feel like. Yeah, it has Seinfeld's like Rush on Hour too. Seinfeld shows. They have all the Seinfeld shows, which is pretty cool. Hmm. I have it on my PlayStation. So you're saying as a as a filmmaker, you should aim to get on Crackle. Probably the easiest, right? Yeah, if you're cheap as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that'll do for me. If you guys want to move along, do something else in life. Yeah, I guess so. <sighs> I'm I'm kind of hungry, so I'm going to go eat food. Yeah. yeah no so, invite? Uh, I guess uh, if you guys have been listening to us on uh, iTunes, please leave us a review or a comment. Something nice will be good. Also, um, where else can people find us, Harvey? Check us out on do the right film dot com. What the hell was that? You can also check us out on Facebook, 
uh instagram do the right film underscore podcast uh yeah, youtube yeah no not youtube um well i think we should uh i think letterbox will be our next uh yeah i was talking about account. that a couple weeks ago i think we should make a a podcast page for on letterbox yeah, i think so too and uh if you, let, let's do the math right now so uh you gave it a two and a half you yeah. gave it a two i gave it a two i'll it's change about, mine to two Let's see what the yeah. medium score is. For, uh, what do you mean? It's, it's, it's <laughs> going to be two. No, I mean, if you average it out, it's going to be like exactly two. Yeah. It'll be two. It'll we'll probably be, no, I think Sean's honest. It'll be like 2.1 no, or it's something. it's going to be different. Let's what see. would you give it? Let's see. But you're still going to round down uh, to two on Letterboxd. It's a two. If three people give it a two. It's a two. Because you can't. So, Steve, uh, you gave it a 1.75? Yeah, 1.75. So, that equals out to a two at the end of the day. Letterboxd scores. <laughs> And that's going to be a 2 on Letterbox because hey, I can't put 1.5 I'm, I'm, I changed mine to a 2. No, you didn't. It Yours comes out at a 2.06. Yeah, see? Damn. We loved it. Okay. Show what throws us off there a little bit. So check us out on Letterbox for our latest aggregate uh, review. Yeah, that's how. That's going to be our scores for now. We're just and collective. Then, <laughs> and then we also will pull a quote from the show and put it on the review section. So we right. had the funniest line. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that'll do it for Booyah. me. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Just say, who's going to say bye? Just say. Don't you usually do your throwaway? Yeah, I know, but uh, you say bye, Harvey says bye, Tom says say. bye, and I say uh, we need a catchphrase. Okay, bye. <laughs>